if I was gonna pick a topic today, it would be a house divided. We're gonna be in Matthew, the 12th chapter, verses 22 through 28. Mark 3, 22 to 30. Matthew 16 and 18. Matthew 7 and 25. This morning, God gave me this, and I feel like this message is prophetic, but also things that's happening now. Because in this message, God has spoken a message for America. And it's a house divided. I looked up the word house. It says a building for human habitations. Especially one that is the, it says lived in by a family or small group. It says provided a person or animal with shelter or living quarters. What is the house? your things, your goods, what you work for, your investment. I looked up the word divided, split into parts, separated, not unit, united, in disagreement. Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you would come in and tell the follow grounds of our heart and makes teaching, preaching, and bringing forth revelation knowledge more acceptable to your people, God. Happy behind the cross, give me access and ability to minister in the third heaven that I may rightly divide the word of truth. When I looked up a house divided, this is what came up. The house divided speech. It says, was an address given by senatorial, it says, candidate, and future president of the United States, Abraham Lincoln, on June the 16th, 1958. Lincoln introduces the house divided. It says, theme in the first section of his speech to illustrate just how bad the situation was in America. When you look at everything now, It's all coming from the head. And it's manifesting down to you and I. You keep looking for some peace in this election that's coming up. But it's not going to be no peace. They're going to lie, cheat, and steal and do all the things that's corrupt because the source is not driven and rooted and grounded in the things of God. You look at all the political things that's going on. You look at all of the racial discriminations against Americans, I mean blacks, it's like you don't even count and exist. But the Asians and everybody else that was not even born in this land, they get more sympathy and a recognition about their pain and their abuse of what is happening here. But we don't have a voice. Lincoln was referring to the division of the country between slaves and free states. And I want to go to Matthew, the 12th chapter, 
I'm going to talk about the 400 years of silence for a minute. If you don't know your history, come to Bible study. That's between Malachi and Matthew. Jewish people was going, was, that's who Jesus original people, because when you look at everything in the Bible, it's really referring to the Old Testament dealing with the Jews. The Old Testament. 400 years, Jesus Christ comes back, and the world is different. You got all of these political parties. You got epiphanies. You got all of these things that's going on, so the world was very different. Tax collectors. You, it was more Greek mythology and all of these things. When you go back and look at all the things that Paul was dealing with, it was about all the Greek mythology, all the literature. And being a Jew, it had broken off to different sects of Jews. That's why you got different sects of Jews. You got the original Jews, and then you got all of these other type of Jews. And then you got all of these other different parties and all of these different people coming in. There's a mixture. And the things of God was faded out. Who were the religious and political parties during the days of Jesus? You had the Pharisees. The group arose during the time of the Maccabees. What happened is, under that 400 years of silence, you had the Maccabees revolt. And you had all of these things going on, and God was shifting the dynamics of the power. And so they were rising up because they were coming and doing things against the, um, the things that are Jewish history and tradition. So the Maccabees revolt took control and they came up against the political uh, parties at that time to come back and bring things back to what God had originally did because the things had gotten lost because of what these different type of Greeks and mythology and all of these things were going on. So you had a small group of people that was in rebellion, but they were in rebellion and revolt because of the governmental system of that time. So Jesus waited patiently before he came. And it said when the time had fully come, God sent Jesus Christ into the world. But you always thinking that God is late in your situation. Sometimes God lets things fall out. Look at that 400 years of something. It seemed like God ain't, it wasn't no word of the Lord. God ain't shut up heaven and allow all of these things to come. And this is rulers to take place. That's why you have Alexander the Great was a homosexual. But God used him to do what he needed to do. And then the Romans came in and started setting up different things. 400 years, God was silent in this and allowed the people to do whatever it is that needed to be done. He allowed it during that time. Some of you don't understand. God sometimes let it fall. Left 
dynamics and powers and shifting of things happen in order to reposition things in the way that it should be. But even when Jesus Christ came, they still came up against him and accused him of all type of false things. You had the Sadducees. The group came from what? Zadok. Z-A-D-O-K. It said the high priest during the reign of Solomon. So you had another political party came up. You had the Pharisees. Then you had the um, Sadducees. Then you had the Herodines. And they said this was a political group from the family of Herod. We all know about Herod the Great. And then you had another party. And then this party was called the Galeans. They were the political party for extreme rights and fanatic in their days. And if you look, you're going to see all of these type of things forming within America now. The Bible tells you there's nothing new underneath the sun. But you think it's new because it's happening in your day and time. But when you don't study history, that's why America and the world fail because they fail to study what they've done wrong. Alexander the Great was so busy conquering. He conquered so much on foot that they don't understand how he did this. But he was so busy conquering. He never set up governmental systems. So when he died, he did not leave nobody in charge. And then things split from there into four generals. And they didn't like each other. Do you see what is happening? Y'all keep thinking that it's going to get better, but you never study. You're so busy involved in your head, and you don't understand the movement and what God is doing. He's shifting the dynamics and the powers at be at this time. That's why the last is going to be the first, and the first is going to be last. That's why there's going to be a shifting in your life. There's going to be a shifting in the governmental system, and you need to prepare yourself for the next level and stop trying to whine and cry about what went wrong and who did you wrong and who's that you in the back, who stabbed you in the front, who talking about you. It doesn't even matter. You better get into a place that you seek the will of God to find out what God wants you to do, your next move in God, so you can come up higher and these things that's happening in the earth would not affect you, what God has for you and your purpose. You Sometimes we allow our imaginations to take over and becomes our reality, but you got to come into a place that you allow God to sit down inside of you and allow God to come in and do what he needs to do in your life, so you be coming into a place that you in the time has, is right and when Jesus wants to move in your life there's going to be a shifting there's going to be a dynamic that's going to be taking place and it's not going to affect you because you're in and living in purpose our house divided then you had the Sahedrians the Sahedrians was a religious and legal Jewish supreme court then you had the scribes. They were the students, interpreters, and teachers of the Old Testament. But one thing about it is they were so busy studying the word, they didn't understand the spiritual things of God. The Bible says the Lord is killing, but the spirit brings forth life. That's why it's important for you to have the spirit of Christ so you can discern and let God deal with you where you are in the word. He will show you where you are. You just don't want to be found. 
divided. So the scribes, they were also called lawyers. That's why you, you always looking for somebody to, you calling this and that, you always want somebody to be your lawyer and your judge because every time you pick up the phone, you want somebody to agree and fight your battles. You want somebody to come up in there and just work things out for you and you just sit back. But God said, I'm the lawyer. I'm the judge, I'm the jury, and I'm the prosecutor. You're gonna have to come through me. He said, if you come any other way, you're a thief and a robber. Why we are sitting here a bunch of robbers in the house of God? Everything else is our source, but we don't consult God and let God move us in the earth realm. You moving yourself. A house divide. Christ denounced them for making the word of God of no effect by their tradition. That's why God is shaking things in the church and it's going to get bad. There's a shaking going on. And some of you in love with this right here. Somebody always got to teach you. The Bible says you forever learning but never coming into the truth of knowledge. Why? Because you're lazy. You don't want nobody else. You want somebody else to do all your laboring and your working and your praying. You want somebody to do everything. But you better cut off the TV. You better cut off the cell phone. You better cut off Facebook and Instagram and all of this other stuff and learn how to lay on your face and allow God to do what he needs to do in your life. Because God wants to do whatever it is that he wants to do in your life. But you're too busy allowing other things to distract you. One <laughs> major things when you're trying to walk right with God or let you try to get your life right. Then here comes somebody old in your life trying to tear down. There's somebody wanting to distract you with this and that. Somebody's calling you with different problems and all kind of stuff. But everything is for you to entertain. Everything is not for you to do. Once you've done it, you got to move on. Some of you don't know how to move on in life and know that, hey, I done been there and passed that that assignment is not for me. But when you constantly taking on everybody's assignment and everybody chores and duties in life, you're going to miss the who you are in Christ Jesus. And you want to know why your house is divided. But God said you was in somebody else's house, but you weren't studying your own house. And now it has come into this place. And now we got to understand what God is saying and what God is doing in this hour. He's making himself plain and clear. But those that have an eyes to see and ears to hear what the Spirit is saying, you need to work on yourself. You put yourself in a broke person and not expect you to be broken. But God wants to be your husband man. He wants to be the one in your life to fix all of this stuff. You're so busy conquering all of this stuff, but you're not setting up principles and status in your life. Somebody always trying to build up everything, but yet they're going to lose everything because they did not have no standards. They did not have build up different things and put systems in place where it can stand. So when you move on to the next thing, you don't have to worry about that because you're so busy trying to conquer, you're not building. You're always in a race. The Bible says it's not the one that runs the race, but it's the one that endures. You got to endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Because America and society has told you right now. But nobody want to wait on the Lord and be of good cheer. He said, I shall what? Strengthen thy heart. Wait, I said upon the Lord. That's why there's so many people that's fainting at heart. 
When we talk about why walk in the light and he shining, when we talking about it was nothing but the blood of Jesus, they think that's old cliche stuff. It doesn't move and change anything in my life, so why should I be caught up in it? That's old folks stuff. That's stuff that my grandmama and my granddaddy do. But you gonna listen to Kirk Franklin, that's a homosexual, that still cheat on his wife, and his wife gonna stay there and put up with it because she wants to be in the light and take care of the money and everything else. But long as the devil throw you a few trinkets, you'll stay there and be a fool in a clown. But you need to understand what's going on. God is shaking up everything. Everything that's calling on the name of Jesus, that is not God. He's dealing with it in this hour. Everything that's calling upon the name of Jesus Christ, and that's real, he's dealing with it. But those that walk in faith understand God is doing it for my betterment versus God is doing it for my judgment and my downfall and my correction. You don't understand. Our house divided. But we don't see that. You keep thinking it's going to get better. It ain't going to get better. Time and seasons and dispensations is repeating itself for those that are ungodly. And you think because you're in church and you're not trying to allow God to truly be your savior, you're going to still be there. God is not only putting the ichabob on the churches, but he's putting it on the hearts of the people. That's why the people's hearts are growing wax cold. COVID should have drove us closer together, but it brought everybody spread out. And who started it? It was your governmental system. They shut everything down. But why did another country come up with a plan just like that? But they taking your tax collector money and they doing all kind of things but their children is going to the best colleges they didn't get COVID they didn't do all of this but they're finding the jets and everything else and you excited about what the world is doing but you got scared you allowed the news and CBN which is bought by one of the major systems in the world that controls what you hear in the media you don't understand something it's a bunch of pedophiles homosexuals transgenders and all these kind of stuff and adulterers and fornicators that's running the country, but you don't want to lift to Jesus Christ. You want to look to a man. One of the things that the Maccabee revolt did, that's when you go to Matthew, you finding out when they were trying to burn, what is it, a pig or something on the altar? They tore all of that down. They were doing all kind of stuff that the Maccabee revolt was trying to fix because they were making a mockery of God and they weren't going to have it. They had just a little bit of faith that changed the dynamics and God used them. But you don't want to tell your children nothing. You don't want to stand up for nothing with Jesus Christ. But you're just going to let it be because you're so busy trying to lose. Don't want to lose and trying to do all of this. But you lose it anyway. Sometimes you got to stand up and be a rebel in your house. Sometimes you got to stand up and be a rebel. And when you don't feel like it seems like it's nothing there against you and everything else is about to come and collapse on you. You don't want to change nothing. How are you going to be a change? but a change. Sometimes you got to have a rebellious spirit but you're doing it with the things of God and stand up and be who God has called you to be in the midst of it. If they go away, guess what? You can say that I stood up for Jesus but you're so busy trying to lay down with it. You're so busy trying to come in there and compromise with it, trying to pet it up. But I'm going to tell you something. God is moving. He's running at full speed and I pray that your soul is right. I pray that your heart is right. I pray that you know that God is plucking at your heart.
but we don't want to bring about a change. Your strength sometimes is being in a change. You ever notice when you start diluting, when you start compromising, it seems like you don't have that strength. And that thing that you were compromising with overtakes you. Oh, but when you stand up in Jesus, when that fire starts stirring up in your soul, it seems like it bring about a change. And don't let you take back your life. Don't let you take back your authority. Don't let you take back your heart. Don't let you take back all the things that God has placed inside of you. God has made you some place to roll over and just let them kick you down and spit on you and treat you all bad. You better rise up. Be a rebel. Knowing that this is your inheritance in Christ Jesus, I can have a peace of mind. You may be up all night long. God will reverse what they were doing to you. They'll be doing it. And you'll rise up with that power and plus the one that God has you. God is going to double bless you in this hour. But you got to get on the Lord's side. You got to see what God is really saying down in your soul. You can't be in everybody's things. You got to be about your business. Matthew. The 12th chapter. I'm going to be between Matthew and Mark. Put your hand in Mark 3, 22 through 30. I'm going to go to Mark first. Mark 3. My say the scribes commit. The on what? They commit a sin. Mine say the Pharisees blaspheme the Holy Spirit. The unparadenable sin. Mark 3. And the scribes who came down from Jerusalem said he has, um, he has what? Bezebub, which is a demon. You ever notice something when you stand up and you do right, they say, you, you, you don't want to got the devil. That's going to help somebody today. Because they have you thinking you're a fool. They, they got you right up in here. But today when you leave here, you're going to take back your mind. See, the devil's always going to call where righteousness and who's doing right and doing the best thing that they can and knowing that God, see, God monitors the heart. So you can understand what is happening. You're so busy trying to compromise with your good heart. But see, you got to rise up now and be a, rebe a rebel. Because when it's said and done, it's just going to be you and God anyway. Amen. I'm just trying to save you the rigmarole. I'm just trying to save you from being tossed around like a rag doll. And then when it comes up, Jesus Christ is going to have to resurrect you anyway. Amen. And by the ruler of the demons, he casts out demons. Verse 23, so he called them to him and said to him, and it says in parables, how can Satan cast out Satan? I'm, 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 I'm doing all I can. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get this thing right. I, I want it right from the foundation. 
I'm trying to keep this thing together. Because if I step away, it's going to fall. They coming after me. See, God done told me I keep the house together. But the demon's powers that possess the people's mind make me want to throw up sometimes. Then God comes in at my weakest hour and pours me strength. That's how I can get up the next day and still do right by him. Yea, though they slay me, but yet will I trust in the Lord. Even though God allows these slayings, we still got to trust him that he's still working a purpose in the purpose in me. See, sometimes you're already in the purpose, but he's got to work a deeper purpose in that thing that he's already given you. If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. against itself. That house cannot stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand but has an end. That lets you know Satan is coming to an end. You just got to hold on. Because Satan is not going to come up against himself. That's why he groups spirits with other demons. That's why Satan goes off and get other demons to get more power to come in and attack you. This is a spiritual thing. You got to understand what's going on. You're not losing your mind. You're not going down. Ain't nothing wrong with you because God has got you. You need to understand. Sometimes the devil had you looking wrong and thinking you're doing the wrong thing. But yet you're doing the right thing. I told this church you got to look like a false prophet before you look like a true prophet. And every mother in this house, they may think you're lying and everything else, but then time passes. They say, Mama, you were right. God said, that's me working in you. Now you continue to stand. Now worry about what they did. You got to throw that stuff off. They don't know what they do. He said, God, Father, they know not what they do. You got to throw it off. Because it don't matter. How can you continue to condemn them and Satan has got them? They are sold too. So you should live in, in what they've done to you. You got to move on. Because you're living in your purpose and your purpose is bringing you to a better who God has called you to be in that level. You could be in your purpose on level one. And then guess what? God is still allowing other things to happen to bring you to your purpose that you can go to level two and three. But yet you're not losing who you are. You're just gaining more in Christ Jesus and he's brought in your territory. You need to understand what's going on. You need to understand what God is saying and doing in this hour. You need to understand what God is saying and everything that's happening in this life. There's some things that God is trying to do with you but you got to go down there and let God deal with you in the deepest of your soul and the deepest of your heart. There's some unforgiveness. There's some lying and cheating and deception going on because if you take on Satan, you take on his character and his personality and you don't know who you became because you let what they done to you change your exterior and your interior but God is trying to bring you to a different place that you know who he is. Whether you do it and whether you don't do it, it doesn't not change because I know, I know, I know, I know on the inside that this is what I'm supposed to do. And God will give you strength in that. But when you relinquish your strength and your power and go to their ideas and ideologies and all of their dogma and listening to all of this crazy stuff in your mind, it changes 
who you are. But it doesn't change the purpose. It just stays there in dormant. Matthew 3. And 27. No one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods, what we talked about. Because you bring that spirit home with you and you tearing up your own house and don't even realize that it's Satan. He done got in the door. You don't understand. He, he rolled on your head. He's on your back, on your shoes. That's why you got to shake the dust off your feet when they don't receive you. But you're taking the dust home and you don't realize that you, you don't walk on dead things and you don't brought dead things in your house. And you want to know why everything in the house is crazy. I was in love with you now and now I hate you and I'm against you. The devil just won with your mind. You need to understand something. He's plotting your goods. He's tying up everything that you invested in. Everything that you worked for. He's tying up everything around you. And then you got to go somewhere and let God deal with you when you could have just cast it off and know that I got power. I don't believe in what you're saying. I'm not going to let what you're saying to contaminate me. I'm not bringing it home. I open my car door. I open my room to my door and I cast you out in the name of Jesus and I call forth the power. I plead the blood of Jesus. No weapon that's formed against me shall prosper. I know that the will of God is moving in me in my house and it's not going to come in and plunder everything. God is going to bring it to a place that is peace. A house divided. But we don't understand that. You're trying to blame something in the flesh for something spiritual. They could not see Jesus Christ. Do you see this? You can't see Jesus Christ. All you see in is Bezebub. And Bezebub has contaminated my mind and my subconscious. Now I'm acting out. Everything that's in my mind is not even true. So therefore, I have left my original nature and became into another nature, which is a demonic nature. And I'm walking in it. And I don't understand why I don't have peace. But I got everything in the world. God done blessed me with this. And God done did this. God done brought me through this. But yet, I don't feel like God is doing anything in my life. Satan has got in. Bezebub to walk through the door. And you don't understand. He says, once you find Satan, you got to eradicate him. You to kick him out. You need to understand what is happening in this hour. God is moving by his power. God is moving by his anointing. You don't understand that the system in which you're in is working demonic powers. That's why you got to stay in the things of Jesus Christ. You got to be born again. You got to be fire baptized. And you got to speak in tongues. Not to be saved, but have that dunamis. You got to know this. What is really ailing you? You got to know what is spiritual. You got to know what is natural. What changed from this morning to 12 o'clock? What's the change from 12 o'clock to 6 o'clock? They say, Satan, what? Between 3 and 5 in the morning, and you sleep. Where's the power? Where's the fasting? Oh, I forgot you fasting. Lord, break this cigarette, demon. 
God, I'm lusting. You ain't fasting and praying, I need some power over this demon. That when I speak, it's going to leave. I need that power. I need that faith. I need God to really do something in my life that I can manifest the power of God because the Bible says signs and wonders shall follow those that believe. You need to work with your belief system. You got to believe without a doubt that Jesus Christ was raised from the dead. You got to believe that no matter what you're going through, that God promised I will never ever leave you. I swore to be by your side. Even when you're wrong. He said, every backslide, I'm still married to you. All you got to do is call on the name of God. But you get stiff neck, you get pride, you get into a place. You think God is just, you know, he ain't popular. He ain't never been popular. If you waiting for Jesus Christ to get popular, he's not. The world persecuted him. The world was always against Jesus Christ. They're going to always be against what is right. And if it wasn't for Jesus Christ, none of us would have breath in our bodies, moving in our limbs. We wouldn't be who we are without Jesus Christ. The Bible says in him we move, we live, we have our being. Verse 28. Surely I say to you, all sin will be forgiven. The son of man and whoever blaspheme, they may utter. But he who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit never have forgiveness, but is subject to eternal condemnation. Let him keep right on. Let him keep right on blaspheming against the Holy Spirit, the things that God is doing. And that's what they were doing. I want to go to Matthew, the 12th chapter. Verse 25, I'm starting in the second line. Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. That means to nothing. Why you? You ain't got, honey, let me tell you something. Whoever the major construction company, they ain't coming to demolition your house, you are. It's a spiritual thing. You doing it to yourself. Ain't nobody doing nothing to you. You accepted whatever they brought to you. And you believe the lie. But you keep thinking people are doing it to you. It's when they get in your subconscious and your conscious. And when it lodges there and you don't rebuke it. Because you don't have no power. But you got to know who Jesus Christ is at all times, even at your lowest. When there's nobody else and you feel like you're about to lose your, I've been there. Second, get on you so bad, dying in that conscious and they get down to that second level, that subconscious, it'll make you doubt. But I can utter, if I could just say Jesus, if I could just utter the blood, it's going to pass. The Bible says, we are sojourning through this land. Why are you standing there pinching the tent? You ain't in the wilderness no more. 
because a mermaid ain't complaining. You there because you want to be. They pitched their tent. They're good. And God gave them bare minimum. They did not get the blessing. They got bare minimum. Food, clothing, and the shoes and stuff didn't even wear out. The clothes didn't wear out. They didn't get nothing new. Why do you expect to get something new and you're not surgering? You're not moving. You're not progressing. You're staying there pinching a tent and something God has not even designed for you to be. and by whom your sons cast them out, good God Almighty. Let me tell you something. Sister Ethel Martin, I want, and this is going to be on the radio, she said she went down to a church in Louisiana. She said the pastor had a demon. And she said she freaked out. She said, but he was able to cast demons out of his people. And she said, God, wait a minute. How can that be? You got to understand something because you're not structured. Satan's kingdom is mimic after God's kingdom. And everything is in order and structure. And I want you to see and understand this. He was able to cast out lesser demons than him. The people came back and got demons. So he's telling them, your children are casting out demons by the name of Bezebub, but it's none and void. And they continue to get the same spirit. But I cast them out by my father. You better get the revelation for that. Therefore, they shall be your judges. Matthew 12 and 27. But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. Or else how can one enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man and then he will plunder his goods. You better learn how to bind. But see, you, you can't bind and you double-minded, split-minded. You believe in one day, next day you, you're in and out, you're depressed, you're sick, and you don't know, you're despondent and everything. One of the things about it is, and I told you about uh, Deuteronomy 28 chapter, talked about confusion of the mind. That's why you find so many people that's got a confusion of the mind because they're in a state of rebellion. Deuteronomy talks about the blessing and the cursing. That's why there's a lot of mind issues going on. You got to be careful. I'm talking to every parent. That's why it's important for you to live above your children. Or they what would judge you? You cannot step down to their level 
I don't care if it sound right. Because Satan got a way of just making it, you know, just like the E. It just, he got a way of just making it sound right. Like, wow, you're right. Knowing what they're going to do. Because you know your children. Then right here, verse 30. Who, he who is not with sin is against, he said, he who is not with me is against me, and he who does not, it says, gather with me scatters abroad. I want to deal with this. If you do not build your spiritual house, you have no foundation. And you got to learn how to build your spiritual house. And this is what I need to talk to you about. There is going to be a political uprising in America. This is what he gave me this morning. I looked at the word political relating to the government or the public affairs of a country. In or what activities in political in politics? Uprising, an act of resistance or rebellion, a revolt. Mutiny. I looked up the word mutiny, and I want you to hear me about this. It talked about revolution, insurrection, but mutiny stood out to me. An open rebellion against. The, it says proper authorities, especially by soldiers or sailors against their officers. This is going to be in our military affairs. And this right here. Insurgents, I-N-S-U-R-G-E-N-C-E, insurgents. It says an act of rising and active revolt. A large increase, that means it's going to get big. And it's going to spread like wildfire. That's why this last day army is not going to be full of weak people. I'm sorry, weak believers. People that scared. Don't know who God is. Because one thing about it is when that soldier steps out, he's stepping out on orders and God meets him there. You got to see God in order to believe that it's God. Sometimes you got to go forth and knowing that God is with you and God is doing the miracles and the performing things in your life so fast. By the time you recognize what it is, God had already done it. And you got to understand something. God used evil people to do what he needs to do. Because uh, I'm going to tell you something. All of this stuff that's going on, all of these political, everything that's going on, everything that God is allowing to be poured in this Babylon, this day in which we live in, it is God and he's using it for his glory because you don't understand history you don't understand and have the mind of God you're not going to understand what is happening in this hour and God is moving by his power only the people that's walking in faith only the people that's walking in tune with the spirit not with somebody telling me or what somebody prophesied what God is speaking to me the revelation that God is pouring out into the hearts of his people they are the ones that's going to be walking into life at the time of the Holy Ghost power and God is going to be Four miracles in this hour 
They're the ones that are going to have food and water and stuff and making provisions for them. But those that don't have faith, God has been trying to raise up the church army for years, but now they allow so many false doctrines, so many different political parties to come into the church and to dilute down what God has said. And now we got a generation of weak people and they don't understand what God is doing. And that's why we're living in part of the great falling away because nobody got their mind on Jesus Christ. There's nobody standing up and being a revolt. There's nobody that's standing up and doing what God is calling them to do. Everybody just sitting down there. But your mind and your heart is pacing. And, and to the TV and they lying to you you don't understand the, the demonic powers that's overtaking you how come y'all was so busy in the TV doing COVID you were scared to come out of the out of the house and the other would be guess what they didn't give it to you it came from Jesus Christ where is your faith but Satan's party his political community they never stopped but the church stopped. Oh, ye a little faith. If you find yourself, go to God. The days of somebody laying hands on you and telling you it's going to be okay, you keep waiting on that day. That day is gone. God is going to be the one that lays his hands on you. And you got to allow him to lay his hand in the way that he wants to do it. And just like Peter said, he said, if you don't, he said, no, oh, God, I'm not going to let you wash my feet. He said, wash my whole body. He said, you don't have no part of me. He said, wash my whole body. You don't want him to wash you. How can he come down to your level and your sympathy and your sorrow if he has not washed your feet? And that's the lowest. You need to understand what God is saying. Matthew 16 and 18, it says right here, New King James Version. It says, and also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell, a Hades, shall not prevail against it. And when you look at Harmon, Christian Standard Bible, it says Hades has, it says Hades will not overpower it. I like that word overpowering. Your foundation should be built on the solid rock and the gates of Hades. Or the gates. We're not going to get into, there were different gates in the Bible, but different gates do different things. The sheep gate and all of that, we done did this. Which gate you need to work on? Because everybody that I knew always had more than one gate at their house. Well, you know, back then, the people don't have gated, you know, they're not, they don't have gated, right? They used to have gates. They used to have at least two or three sometimes. One in the front door, one, and that, you had to get to that gate before you get to the, the main door. And then they had a back door, then they had another gate back there. They used to cut through the cut. And then if it was good, then they used to have a gate to the neighbor's house. But they don't do that now, but they got you in gated communities and they lock you in. Only one gate in and only one gate out. But that's what Satan does. He traps you. He don't lead you into this great emphasis. But he only forgave you access to one gate. I can lock you in anytime I want. 
I can hinder you. I can meet you in a place that you can't move. Even here in Virginia, those that's been there in Virginia, you know the way around the traffic. Sometimes you got to find a way around. Nobody else knows you, but because you've been here a long time, you've been in Jesus a long time, you know how to back door around stuff. Matthew 7, 25. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the wind blew and beat on the house, but it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. A house divided. I pray that something's been said and done. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.